welcome back to another exciting episode of Not For Nothing with your hosts, Chris and Chris. Hey, Chris. Oh, hey, Chris. Chris is rocking out. I, I've been gone so long, I forgot what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it was a tumultuous couple weeks, Chris. It was indeed. Yeah, I am, I am, I'm glad you had a good time in the Serengeti. Uh-huh. I'm glad you felt the rains down in Africa. Mm-hmm. But you left me oh, high and dry here. The drought was here. I know. The drought. It was a heat wave. There was, there were, there was like a, a little kid with a big belly and like flies crawling in his eyes <laughs> while you were gone. <laughs> we just swapped. I it was an some, exchange. I it was a foreign exchange cool, pro, uh, program. Was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Sally Struther showed up. It was <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> it's a hell of a show, I bet. Yeah. yeah. Barely got it up. Mm. Barely got it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Apparently so Mike Davey. Apparently so did and RJ Weaver for coming and and, uh, and and recording like Monday and me getting it up three weeks later. Yes. Uh, how was your trip? It was uh, phenomenal, exceptional, and fantastic. Would you recommend it to the to the folks at home? Absolutely. Okay. If you can, uh, if you can, if you can, um, if you can go to somewhere in Africa and and go on a safari, uh, no matter the the cost or the expense, whether you want to expend as much money as possible or as little as money as possible, you can do it. And it's a, it's a trip of a lifetime. Okay. Yep. So I have one question for you. Yes. Because my big hang-up on it, besides the fact that I, you know, whatever, life, but... Sure. Is, does it feel like... It, does it feel like white power? Like, does it feel like only white people are on safari and everyone no. not white is like... I mean, it's... here's the lion, you know? Like, I mean, it's 98% white people from across the globe, though. I, actually, you know what? There's a lot of... Um, there was a actually a good. I should I should I'll take that back. There was, it was probably in the high eighties of just white people. Okay. And then and then another big portion was was just an Asian population. Does it feel elitist? I guess is my question. I just no. I, that's I don't the like thing. To go I on vacation f- where I, where I feel like I'm like, you know, just being pampered by people who live there. And you're only be, you're only being pampered if you're if you're paying for it, and you don't have to necessarily pay. You don't have to stay at like the best hotels and five star. It's not just all exclusive like high end five star hotels and, and like lodges where you're staying. Okay, there there are plenty of those available, but this is a very this can be a very common person, I think trip. So the, my other question is: is does it do the sightings of the animals feel staged? It honestly, it there's a few times where you're just like. All right, cue the leopard. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and also the leopard appears on top of a rock. Yeah, you know, and and lions are and the only thing we never saw up close and personal was was the rhinos. Okay, um, rhinos cannot be trained. They cannot be trained. They cannot be elephants. Yes. Yeah. Giraffes maybe. Hippos, have, hippos are hippos. Just stay in the water, and that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. and you get you don't want them out of the water. They're you don't mean want, motherfuckers. You do not want them out of the water. They're mean motherfuckers. You you can't st- you can't. It's, it does, it felt a little Jurassic World Disney Parkish. Okay, at times, but there's I mean these are the, the I guess the the what I can tell you is dude, you got to see a giraffe. Quit complaining. No, no, I'm not. Com- I'm not. No, I'm not complaining. But it's just not these the animals. They were, these are all wild animals, and they do what they want. But they are so used to human beings around them, yeah. and thousands of them a, a, a day. Yeah. That it's just that natural weirdness now that it, it just feels it doesn't feel real. Yeah. It's a little. Um, I think you said well with Jurassic Park. I yeah. Think that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, like this is this someone someone went on a safari twenty years ago or thirty years ago or Michael Crichton I guess because he wrote the book and right. was like hey let's do this with dinosaurs yeah because this is this is he just he the whole th- concept is right there in front of you all right yeah 
but it's, it far exceeded my expectations as well, too. Wow. And it was completely blown away. And you were excited away. to go. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could tell you were excited because I was getting text messages of giraffes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was showing them to people as though they were mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people were like, oh, incredible. Like, I was yeah. like, look at a person you don't know sent me this. And, yeah. they, and people would be like, what? And then they'd look at it and they'd be like, holy shit, they're it's two amazing. lions. I mean, when, you, when the lions are walking next to your vehicle yeah. at a leisurely pace, and you're not even going like two miles an hour. And you could you could stick your hand out of the vehicle and I don't like pet be, the lion. I don't want to be that close to a lion. I don't either. I didn't. I didn't either. You but know, now that I did it, I was like, "This is amazing." So this like was... a wolf is a dog essentially. Mm-hmm. And a wolf, you know what you're gonna get. Like mm-hmm. that wolf's gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Like you might maybe get some weird connection and do some like mind over matter <laughs> shit because you can have that connection maybe. with a dog. Maybe you can't have a mind over matter connection with a cat. Cats are fucked. They're unpredictable. Mm. And they'll rip you to shreds like quick. Like, a fuck a big cat. Yeah. They look like dogs, but Lines, they're big, shitty cats. The, the head of this line that we saw was, I swear to God, almost probably as big as this table. Like, these things were... Mm, like This table's just like mess. four by three. Yeah. This, the head was... And I'm just talking the head. The head was huge. That's bonkers. Like, it could just swallowed half of my body, like, in its mouth, probably. It's crazy. And that they, 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 they're pale in comparison to hippos and elephants. Yeah. It's crazy. And the, uh, we'll say this. The, I guess enormity the f- is, like, is like what you're there for, right? What? Seeing something yeah. that's like just mm-hmm. enormous. Enormous and like wild and like yeah. you just don't, I'm like you, you see pictures and videos and documentaries on these animals. Yeah. But being there in person up close to them, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. I saw a whale once. Like mm-hmm. I flew over a whale mm-hmm. in an airplane in Hawaii. Just flying over. I was mm-hmm. like, just seeing mm-hmm. how fucking enormous yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. It's bonkers. Yeah. It blows your mind. Yeah. And I will say this about the lions. Um, as cool as male lions are with their manes and they're supposed to be the king of the jungle and the whole thing, they're lazy motherfuckers. They, but that's what a king of the jungle would be. But female, <laughs> the female lions do all the work. Yeah. They do the hunting and they are far scarier in person. They look mean and like they have, a, they have that glare and that intimidating look they in their face. They don't get no sleep. And they're the ones that will like fuck you up. They're always on fucking, they're always mm-hmm. on watch because they got to, mm-hmm. A, they got to fucking watch after their cubs and B, they got to watch after their like old bunch of cubs raping them right and they're and yeah and vile the, fucking rapists <laughs> man uh, it's it's bonkers man like there was a couple females that like turned and like looked directly at us and i was like uh yeah. now i'm scared they're the they're the philosopher mm-hmm. yeah kind of yeah <laughs> they sneak up on you and just bite your head off yeah uh-huh. uh all right so this portion <laughs> of not for nothing was brought to you by mutual of omaha get your insurance <laughs> From Mutual of Omaha, if they're still Safari against. insurance, I highly recommend it. You never uh, know when you're going to be attacked by a wild animal. So, Chris, uh, were, was anybody talking World Cup while you were in Africa? There yeah. There probably weren't a ton of African teams left at that point, were there? Uh, no, well, Nigeria. Nigeria was in and, there. And um, there was the other one, wasn't Nigeria there? handed Iceland their asses. Yeah. It was um, fun, though. I like that team. They weren't. Moses like, is a cool but, dude on that team. Yeah, 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 he's a cool dude. Um, I would like to hang with Moses. <laughs> he seemed real. Real mellow, like cool dude. And yeah, he just yeah. fucking, man, that guy can run faster with the ball than most people can run without the ball. And the other, the striker, the little guy, yeah, striker, yeah, yeah. I like I know him. You're talking yeah. about he, play, he plays for Leicester City, and I can't think of his name right now. I but, know um, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, he but scored a couple I, of goals. Yeah, he had, he had a great, he had a header, I think, from across. So, right? so Tanzania wasn't really, so we were in Tanzania. They weren't really rooting for the other African countries necessarily. Right. Um, but there was, I, I did, we were in a hotel, we were about to go to dinner, and there was like a little um, lounge off to the side of the bar. 
in the Serengeti, and I, I just noticed like all these people were in there, and I was like, "Ooh, I, I think the world," you know. And I was like, "They're watching the World Cup because yeah. the game was on." And Anne was probably like, "Oh, great! Yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. Yeah, great! Yeah, let's do that <laughs> instead of going to dinner." So I, I went in. It was Spain versus Russia. Was oh, the game? Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if all these or far majority of these people were just were actual Spaniards or if they were just rooting for Spain, but they were losing their freaking really? minds right. because Russia was tied up, and then it went into you know extra. Uh, extra time and then penalty kicks and they lost, but they just couldn't believe what was happening in front of their faces. Wow. And stuff that that they that why. they lost. Yeah, I wonder why. That's pretty. That's pretty weird. Um, I I well, not that you asked, but um, <laughs> here in here I was the, going to here in the U.S. You know, man, me so I got well. my hopes way up mm. with Belgium going <sighs> all the way to the to the they were so the close. Semis. Uh, so close. And the one fucking game I didn't watch, and thank thank God I didn't, was the loss. Uh, I had a I had a, a meeting. I couldn't I couldn't watch the game. I'm just disappointed because I picked a team at random and they lost the same way the fucking <laughs> Dutch lost. Like, the fucking French man, fuck the French. Fuck, fuck, yeah. They're gonna win this fucking thing. Of course they are. Uh, I mean, listen, they got some great players on that team. Boo! But what? Nobody's ever. really rooting for France. No, I am excited though that it's not France England because I just couldn't handle that much. Like that would have been kind of obnoxious. It's it would be super obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited that Belgium gets to play England uh, in the third place because it's what? sort of sort of a rematch. Why is there a third place game here? I don't know, but it means I get to happen? watch soccer tomorrow. I guess so. And uh, big ups to Bill Schreiber. Uh, I had drinks with him last night. He was in Belgium. Uh, and Ooh. he brought me back a Belgium jersey from Belgium. Nice, uh, a number seven jersey. Did he already know you were rooting for Belgium? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It was. A, I mean, it was a cool move. Who's seven? Is that Lukaku? No, it's uh, De Bruyne. Oh, De Bruyne. Uh, De Bruyne. He. Uh, he. So I have a game to watch. Okay. With my jersey on. Nice. Yeah. Oh, good for you. I was gonna watch it over at uh, Eric Alvarez's house, but he's a little bitch, and his wife won't let him have people <laughs> over. So I won't be watching it there. Okay. Shots fired. Boom. Wow, yeah. Uh, right. So anyway, if you want to watch a football game with me tomorrow at 10 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, you Ooh. can. Yeah, I don't know if I will. See, you know, everyone's a bitch. I might. I mean, I'll. I'll I'm just like, gonna put my jersey on my dog and see if a bar will let us in. I think that's oh, that'd be amazing. The, the There's got to be a Belgian bar around here somewhere. Well, my dog is an English bulldog. Yeah, they're playing England. So I think so it's I feel great. Like I could con someone in. I think it's great to letting uh, us in. Yeah, content there. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. So I got. That's probably what I'll be doing. Just be like, ah, she's rooting for England. Yeah, I'm for Belgium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See if I can like. Yeah, it's a comedy it. show yeah. or something right there. Yeah, you should, you should like put on YouTube or something, Chris. I, I go, yeah. <laughs> The most depressing thing I've ever done. Just YouTube. getting drunk with your dog. Because uh, all my friends are whack. Uh, Chris, I was really heartbroken when Belgium lost. I'll just say that. Me too. And you know what's... It was heartbroken for you. I was heartbroken for you because you had, you know, like you had made great picks. And it, we and, had a couple and of And when we do there. this in four years, we should look at the futures of, and just pick semifinal teams. There are long shots with lesser odds because I don't think it's way too hard. Yeah. As a long, I mean, Croatia's not going to win on Sunday, I don't think. I don't, I and mean, if they do, that was a 25 to 1, mm-hmm. and that was the one to play. And yeah. It, but I don't, I just don't think that like super long odds are a good winner future. No, for, no, for, they're totally not. But I think like a semis. Yeah. Or, if you can, yeah. Or, or if you can read, if you can read, the, yeah, if you can read, yeah, if you can read the grouping yep. and pick the round of 16, a smart person would have picked Russia. To get to the oh, to sixteen, yeah. I don't know why. No, I haven't heard anyone talk about how easy of a bet that was. Easy money. That was yeah. I mean, they had a fairly easy path. I think. 
I don't, you just well, knew, they had a, you just they never knew. handed an easy path. Right, you just knew. Right, you just knew they were going to go on and yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I. So I have. But a, beating Spain like they did though, that that was pretty crazy. But Spain, but Spain just can't play soccer anymore. I don't think it's. It makes me so mad because Belgium took out all of the good teams mm-hmm. for everyone to get a cakewalk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, so I, here's what like I'm I, saying. At this point, I wish Belgium would have just lost to Brazil, so Brazil could have beat. France, right, and then be in the finals. Yeah, but, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, or Japan. Like, I wish they would have just lost to Japan and given them that like awesome win. But like, right, because they they would have been in a better. Because somehow, so that's what I understand is like, how does Belgium and but, France end up in the same bracket? By winning that fucking group, Belgium right. got a way shittier fucking ride. Draw, yeah, if they would have lost to England, right, they would have should have just lost to England. Right, another reason why. And I, I and I remember, I think I remember this from four years ago. There was talk of teams doing that, like losing on purpose, so they would yeah. get a better draw. Or they something. did. They did. Right? This year they didn't. No, it was interesting. It was interesting, and we'll forget all about this in two years. Absolutely, and then we'll be back in the same position in four. Um, I do have a, I do have a, a bet that I am that I am considering. Yes, you told uh, me about this, and I'm, I'm eager to hear it. Well, did I tell you about this? Well, you um, said you had a, you had a, some sort of bet going on, futures bet or something. No. Yeah. Am I mistaken? Nope. Let me. Uh, you texted I did me something. Have, it's, it's not a futures bet. I just want to pull it up so I'm telling you exactly what it is. World Cup hedge. You had a World Cup hedge. Well, so, oh, I did have a World Cup hedge, but I didn't place it. So what I should have done when, when Belgium lost, well, before Belgium played, I had a feeling they would lose to France. And Croatia was sitting there at plus 500 mm. to win the World Cup. Uh, that would have been a good hedge mm-hmm. on the Belgium bet. Sure. Just put a little bit of money on that because then I would at least be able to watch it. Here's my, here's my, my make my money back hedge. Okay. Um, you can get Belgium... Versus England, just straight up, right? Okay. And parlay that with France, Croatia, money line. Now, the money line in, in soccer is a, a tricky bet because you're picking Croatia to win in regular time. Ooh. Not, not extra time, okay. not PKs. Yeah. But if you parlay those two, a $50 bet will, will get you $516. Okay. So you need Belgium to win yeah. in any, any fashion. Yeah. They just have to win. And Croatia win. And Croatia to win in regular, in regular time. time. Mm. Seems like a seems like a reasonable bet. For that much of a return, that's basically it's it's basically ten to one. Yeah. Right. What do you think? Do I play it? I want your honest opinion. Are you are you putting fifty down? I'm putting fifty down. Okay. Cause I think for like fifty seems a lot just to only win five hundred bucks. But then I mean you put twenty down, you're only winning two hundred bucks. So it's it's such a I don't I don't love it because Croatia has to win in regular time. If if and Croatia, what they've had a habit now in the last what two or three games that they've had to come back from behind and win in I think extra time even. Yeah. So I know that's or penalty kicks. So it's a weird it's a weird thing. So like if Croatia Croatia is going to win, and I feel like they they have a, they have whatever percent of a chance they can win because if they can just muck this up like they did against England in the second half and got physical and like you know slow the kind of the game down here, um, they have a chance to do the same thing with with France. So I just don't know if they can do that. They, they're going to need as much time as possible to win this game. See, I think that if you're going to, like, I think Croatia's going to lose. Yeah, I do, too, so, ultimately. So even, so even, like, I feel like if you're, if you're going to place a bet, then you might as well try to place it on some sort of, like, miraculous thing, like Croatia scores three early goals and France just never you catches up. Right. Sure. I mean, I could, I, I mean, I could see it. I, I wouldn't be sh- completely shocked. There's another weird. There's another. But why not? Why not place the bet? See what there's happens. There's another interesting prop 
which is an own goal. Mm. Which is a there's cr- been a couple of those. Yeah, there's been a couple, and it's crazy long. Like the odds are crazy long. The thing is, is like yeah, I, but I don't because I don't think France and Croatia aren't the kind of teams that will get their own goal. It it depends. I don't I don't I don't watch either one a ton, and I don't know if they do a if they get like a lot of if they do a lot of crossing or a lot of corners, mm-hmm. and that's usually where an own goal happens. Yeah, like somebody just trying to defend a corner, right, and just deflect, and it, yeah. it goes the wrong way. Yeah, Croatia seems like the real type of team that's that's like. Um, like fundamentally strong, like they practice like how to receive the ball to their, you know, into their chest or their feet, and like make passes, like proper passes. You know, they're they're that kind of team that just doesn't make those little kind of technical mistakes. Do you think it would be bad for for international soccer if Croatia wins? Is it too? That'd oh, be amazing. You think it's good for them? I think so. Small, like the second smallest team. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like for some reason, like FIFA is all about like. I mean, normally France, the, the big England, teams Germany, win, Italy, blah, right? Blah, blah. I mean, Germany. Yeah, they normally the big teams win. So I think it'd be kind of special for you know, like when so when Iceland made the run a couple of years ago in the in the in the whatever the Euro Cup thing was. Yeah, you know that was that was actually great. I think great for the sport. That brought a lot of attention to the sport. Agreed. So uh, and Croatia is not sort of the underdog like Iceland is, but if for them to win this thing, I think would would sort of it gives a lot of other teams and a lot of other fans hopes on their smaller teams. Did you watch any of the Iceland games? Uh, early on, I think before, yeah. They have by far the best crowd oh, by chant far. in by the far. whole world. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so fucking... I'm surprised the other teams in America haven't sort of stolen it. I know, and it's it clearly fucks up the other team. Yeah. Because it sounds so scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't... It's a little intimidating. I want to go. I want to go to a home. Like I want to. I want to see that like in a home environment because that's only like probably what twenty percent of the. Audiences, oh, Icelandic. totally. But I only, I don't know if you could, they could ever have a game in Iceland that's like Where they a big, would do that. yeah, yeah. No, it's weird. Maybe in Norway, I maybe, don't know. yeah. I mean, there's only like 40, 400,000 people in Iceland, so right, but yeah. Someone should steal it, they should, maybe like, like the Vikings, yeah. Minnesota oh, Vikings dude, would be amazing, be, that'd be so crazy. Yeah. NFL fans are too dumb though, yeah. and they're always getting blasted with like other outside, shit. right? Like, it's hard to do anything, you don't even see the wave anymore. No. Because there's always like some fucking goofy thing where they're like, clap really loud and make this imaginary fucking meter go up. <laughs> I was in a Mets game the other night. There might have been 7,000 people there. And they tried to do that bullshit like, louder! It's almost yeah. all the way to the top. There was maybe oh, eight people yeah. cheering. Yeah. And it was like, why the uh, fuck? Who does this? Seriously. Like, it's, it's so not dumb. like it's that mysterious that it's totally fake. Well, I get it like when some, like you get some like full stadiums, raucous, you know, Supporters and teams, and, and like I, I don't want to use the Yankees, but you know, like maybe the Giants or somebody in football who 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 you always have a full stadium. You know that your fans are going to rally behind you. I get that concept. Like Seattle does it, the Seahawks, and the, you know for a long time the Seahawks were were you know crazy loud fans and stuff. We so I get it. We are the loudest. <laughs> so I get it. So I get like the premise of it, but don't do it when your when your stadium is three quarters empty and no one's actually cheering for you. It's just like, just stay away from it. Like, sp- like, just specifically do it on games where you've got a full crowd, maybe. Yeah. Like, just know your audience, right? A little bit. Just well, know. I don't think there's any. There, don't do like, it for every single form has died. I want to. People got to. There needs to be PA, some new. The PA guy has died. There's too many of the same bullshit songs. Right. I mean, just at the, Met, for the, the Mets. The Mets, for example, that game I was really, it was so boring, and I was paying attention. <laughs> this is why zero, I did Zero, zero into the tenth. Uh, <laughs> it was so boring. That I, 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 I was just kind of paying attention to mostly like what the PA guy was doing. And first of all, that you don't need a song after 
let, let me hold on. Seventh <laughs> inning, right? Yeah. Get seventh it. inning. It used to be they played fucking God Bless America. That's gone now. Okay. They don't do that anymore, well, which they is do, great. Okay. They might do it at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, they, they do it at Yankee Stadium. So they play, they play uh, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, uh-huh. which is dumb because dumb. that was always the, the, the Cubs yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a Cubs, yeah. And, then, and now every team does it. Right. But then afterwards, they play that fucking... It's a quana be the whole I mean I'm on the mood tomorrow. It's like some like Italian song oh, that no one fucking knows. Right, 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 it's right, like, right, right. It's like, oh, this is for our Italian fans. Right. Because we're New York. Why do they play that shit? Right. And, and no one knows it, and everyone. Pre- hi, 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 but I gotta do, baba do, la la, and I'm on the hoodie. Because like the Yankees do, like. Matzo cola, hit the matzo ball, and then you have some pasta. Like it's so fucking. It's so. It's, it's, so, it's so annoying. It's so like, annoying. Why do they sing songs in the fucking middle of the seventh inning? It doesn't excite it. a single person. Um, yeah. So change that shit up. The. Uh, the Yankees would do Cotton Eye Joe, yeah, dude, and that dude in the broadcast like, booth or whatever, the the would like sit there and like yeah. have his straw hat on. I was like, oh my god, I can't. He's not there anymore. I don't yeah. think so. Thank God, because I couldn't stand that. And they would shit. do it like in that weird like video effect yeah. that was like yeah. available on your oh, like Dell god. computer, <laughs> where it, like kind of made it look like you were in a strobe light. Yeah, that shit is oh, stupid. I hate also, that. so one thing I used to love. Mm-hmm. About baseball was really you used to love something about yeah, baseball. Was, the, was your was your at bat music your walk up? Yeah, music. totally. Which I and, and now it's just all country music though. Well, it's like it's all white people. No one cares what it is at all. To the point. Where, well, Vilmer Flores Ooh. walks up to the Friends theme song. Seriously? Yeah, four fucking times a night. That's a they joke, right? It's not. He's doing it as a joke. No, dude. Vilmer Flores is. So I. He loves friends. So I. You know how Vilmer Flores cried when they thought yeah, they yeah. traded him. Right. So I started saying every time he go to bat, I would go. I got a little drunk. I was singing uh, "Don't Cry for Me," Vilmer Flores, <laughs> and even Mets fans That's were laughing. That's a good laughing. one. Yeah. That's a good one. Even Mets like fans were, were laughing. So I. I mean, if you. It's a, It's like, maybe they should ask for four. And the PA guy could do four different ones. Oh, yeah. Maybe they need to switch it up more. Or maybe they just don't care and the art form's dead. Uh, yeah. Because like because to me, if I was if I was or just have something dope. Like there's plenty of dope shit. But I think everyone's just like here I mean, not not seventy percent of the songs are reggaeton songs that no one's ever fucking heard. Mm. Um, which might amp them up and if it does, great. But like I don't know, just in the country shit, like I feel like that might just be something that needs to go away too. There's there's a definite Lapse. It only happened once, you know, your first at bat or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, totally, exactly. There's a definite lapse in the art form of of giving a shit. Stadium theater. Yeah. You know, in sports stadiums theater. Like, and it happens basketball, football. Like the basketball thing where all the lights go off and the spotlights and the strobe lights are spinning around and all the loud music. And like I can't even I can't even concentrate on watching a basketball game because everything else is like distracting me. Well, it's weird that basketball is like they play it to a concert. There's constantly music playing. Yeah. Which is bonkers. It's to bonkers, me. man. Uh, the thing is, is like you can go too far. Like if you go to a minor league baseball game, there is some fucking wackadoo shit happening over the PA constantly. There's like a giveaway and or, or a used car or a fucking contest or a whatever. They, they, it's the only way because that's the only way fans will be exactly, engaged. Exactly, exactly. But I disagree. I think fans would be engaged or just let the game sell itself. It's so weird. You could overdo it. Meanwhile, then you've got at the Mets game. You've got this game where they're like. Here's the fucking here's the game brought to you by some casino. Throw these two inflatable fucking dice, and whoever has the highest score gets 
some bullshit thing. Yeah, that and stuff. It, and it's like you can't, you don't even know where they are. They're like in some like yeah. upper deck bonkers. Like they might as well just be taped <laughs> like a week before. No one fucking cares. No, no one, one cares. No one cares. And you win a bag of like Frito chips or something. Yeah. It's like, and then you just look like an asshole. If someone yeah. asked me, if they were like, I don't know who they asked, but if someone was like, hey, do you want to roll this dice? No. Get, I'd be like, no, fuck no. no. I yeah. don't want to be no. on TV. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that to me. Well, and why does everybody, when the, when the camera guy comes and like shows the crowd and everyone's got to like jump in front and be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you it's know like, what else? I don't, I don't, don't, just the fuck down. You know what else? Why is it so gears? crazy? The you know they're on the big screen. <laughs> Why is it's it that it's, it's, like it's like you've never seen it. Like, as soon as they realize they're on it, like yeah. the camera goes away. Like they just can't ever like be in the moment. Right. Um, so now that... So it's like I the sat, coolest I, thing that's ever happened to them in their lives. I sat in the section. So now there's like a fucking net basically over half of the stadium. Yes. No one wants Thank to God. die anymore. Right. So I was sitting behind, like right behind the Phillies dugout. And so every time the third baseman would come in, all the fans would fucking... Clamor for the third baseman from the Phillies to throw the ball over the net so that they could have it, and okay. he did every time. That's nice. And it was, but that and everyone was like so fucking like yeah. They had to get foul it. ball. I was like, I was oh, like, get a ball, get a ball. I was like, if that fucking dude, I was like, honestly, if I caught that, I would throw it back <laughs> because I don't want to fucking gift. I'm, like, I'm not a baby. I'm not a little boy who needs to be like, you know, right? Little boys or girls, little should, boys should have yeah, those. They yes, should just be getting absolutely. them tossed. Not these grown men who's like ladies fighting are like, for it. Who's like, who's like, get me one of those. Baseballs. <laughs> okay, hon. It's fucked up. Right, I hate, right before I hate those people. Right, we went. I went to a Yankee game uh, the week or two before I, I left um, on vacation, and there was a foul ball. So we're in the upper, the middle deck, I guess, in Yankee Stadium, like behind, like first base, kind of there. Okay. Um, and a, and it, it's really hard because it's it's such a you know it's like a narrow deck that it's really hard for a baseball to actually come in. And it's either going to upper deck or lower deck, right? Yeah. You know, yeah so it's yeah, that I narrow know. window of like uh-huh. opening for it to get into that narrow space. It's got to come hot. It's got to come hot. And one came hot, but it was about ten rows below us. Uh huh. And and for a minute there we're like, oh, this might be coming to us. And I was like, all right, I'll get ready. If it comes to me, I'll I'll try yeah. to catch it with my bare hands. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it, but I'll try. The dude in front of us got way crazy excited for this thing. And all of a sudden, it was obvious that it was coming way below us. He dove. No. He dove no. at least five rows down. No. Like, in through people Why? on the seats, was trying to go for this ball. Why? And he thought that was the coolest thing ever. And all his boys and everyone was like, Dude, no. And I was like, what? Ann and I were just like, what the fuck? Dude, really, it's a, it's a baseball. Yeah. It's a foul ball. Yeah. Like, calm the fuck down here. It's, it's I'm a, swearing a lot today. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad. fired up, Chris. I'm glad. I'm back. It's... Well, maybe this is a good way for me to lead into one of the things I wanted to talk. Uh, but I guess this is what the, the only thing they can get excited for in baseball these days. Well, because the games are so, so freaking I'm boring. I'm just trying to pull up my email to myself about how I figured out how to save baseball. Oh, great! I've done it again, guys. Nice. Keep so doing. So I've got some. I had some baseball. thoughts. I had some thoughts, and this is this might be. Yeah, I'd love I'd love your opinion. On okay. It. The first one. And you might you might not like these because these are go against things I'd once thought, but now watching it live and being like, this game is boring oh. and slow. Oh, there, d- preach it. No DH in the NL is the stupidest shit in the world. Yes, there should absolutely be a DH. Yes, and I watched this zero zero game where no one could get a fucking hit. Get a professional the hitter in there. Nimmo gets a fucking first pitch mm-hmm. DH home run because mm-hmm. he was replacing the pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's. Eight at bats where you've got somebody who can actually hit the ball, hit the ball, mm-hmm. makes the game better. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So NL. Yeah. And I got to say, like, the the, where it started to click for me was one of the guys I was with was like, what if in, like, pro football, the kicker had to play, like, you know, defensive end? You know, like, like why do position players should be able to play the position? Yeah. That's what what they're there for. So pitcher should be a pitcher. Yes. A a hitter should be a hitter. Completely agree. So I'm, I'm, it's, National League Baseball, this manufacturing a run isn't happening anymore. It's either strikeouts yeah. or home runs. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. So at least give their four more chances for a strikeout or home run. Mm-hmm. The shift, number two, the shift got to go. The shift's got to go. It's just, it's, yeah. it, it makes the game so much it's more so, boring. Right. Like, you can't, like, it does, there should be a rule of, like, where a position player can, can play. You, like, it, if it, why do they call third base, second base, center, center field, whatever, when, when you could just play... Anywhere on the positionless field baseball, time. Chris. I just—it's like basketball. Positionless baseball. It's, yeah, it's what it's turned into. <laughs> I feel like you should just be like, here's but where you dumb. Can, when when the ball is it's pitched, dumb. you have to be in these areas. There was even an article. The pitcher can't fucking like do like a weird like head gesture. It's a balk, but a outfielder can play fucking over at third base. Like I yeah. feel like the right. the shift just makes the game dumb. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an unfair advantage, and I, I don't like it. Yes, and and obviously hitters are not good enough to where they can they can alter it, and this is one of those instances where the league needs to step in and change the rule. Yeah, just it's get rid like of it. it's like when the NBA was like, oh, actually, yeah, if you're gonna get fouled on a three pointer, it should you should get three free throws. Right, or the like, charge inside the the stripe yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 right, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like the the league just needs to, to it needs step to adapt. In and, it needs and, to adapt. The league yeah. needs to adapt. It doesn't adapt. Yeah, the games change. Yes, so the league needs to adapt to the game change. Yes, so absolutely. That, I think that would help. I'm a, okay. I'm, a, I'm on board with these. Now here's my most radical. Ooh. I have two radical ideas. Oh yeah. Okay, ready? Bring them. So, there needs to be 25 percent of all games played need to be in a doubleheader. Okay. So right. that means you get 162 games mm-hmm. in tw- 120 days. Okay. So that's five months of baseball instead of six months. Great. At 24 days a month. Ooh. That's not even that bad. No. That's, I think they play close to that now. So, so you start the season April 15th. Yep. You end the season August 15th. Which is which so much better. Which means you'd have the World Series over in October. Yes. And you wouldn't have to start when it's freezing cold. Yes, exactly. And all you'd have to do is have double headers 25% of the so time. So for basically one month? Yeah, uh, less, Wait, so than. less than a month, yeah. you, get, you have double headers, games of double headers. Yeah. I don't think that's that terrible. No. They used to play doubleheaders all do, the time, yeah, right? It was how, they used to play games before, fuck, before night. Yeah. You could do it. You could do a twi-night doubleheader. Mm-hmm. No one loses revenue because you're still doing 162 yeah. games, which is what everyone can't fucking... Right. Like, really should just reduce the and number half of these games. Teams aren't, or half these games and these teams aren't even sold out in, those, in the games anyway. A so twi-night, a day game's not going to make much difference. Like, uh, you can start a game at 4 o'clock attendance-wise. and be over at 10. Okay. A twi-night doubleheader is 4 and 7. Yep. It's not that crazy. No, I like it. Okay. That's, so as that, long as these games stay within three hours, right? Well, is that, that the I'm only trying catch? to help that part along right, with great. getting rid of Perfect. the DH to do that. Yep. And finally, mm-hmm. the number one way to save baseball: in-game gambling on site. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's coming. Yeah, it's got to be it's like coming. an ATM machine. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah. who's gonna win? Score the most runs this inning? You just do 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 Yeah. Be at your fucking seat. Yep. That like baseball needs to be the first in game because people are already on their phones already, yeah. and not watching baseball. So if they could do this, they're then they're, they're helping them watch I, the game. I realized the the way I used to really like enjoy watching baseball was with I I do this with Peter John a bunch of different friends I've done this game with Mike Davy, mm-hmm. R J Weaver where you just pass the hat 
where you just like you you choose which team's oh, gonna yeah, score yeah, that yeah, inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw a dollar yep. in the hat and you just keep going around, sure. around, around, around until sure. somebody finally scores mm-hmm. and wins that inning. Mm-hmm. It's very, very basic gambling, but it's in-game gambling, and mm-hmm. it's what keeps like there's like keeps your attention. It's sort of the next on the game. It's sort of the next step of like you know when people you know you still see what people once in a while like keeping score yeah, in, exactly. in baseball books. It's exactly. It's kind of like, like the yeah. next iteration of that basically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally. It, it'll keep you a little more engaged in the game. Yeah. Absolutely. For for. However many percentages of people, it doesn't. I mean, it, it'll help. Yes. I mean, it, I agree, hundred percent agree. It also keeps like I was watching this guy, this fucking drunk, never had his dick sucked guy, like Mets fan, mm. like fully like. Is there only one of those at a Mets game? Well, <laughs> so that basically, the the ump made a bad call, oh. and there was a Phillies fan, and he was like on the spectrum, and he started screaming at the ump, like the ump couldn't hear him, mm. but and he shouldn't have because when you're in a way a way. There's too much of this shit happening. If you're away, have respect for the home team. Don't fucking get up in arms. Don't even wear the. I don't even wear the jersey of the yeah. team I'm rooting for. But don't start screaming like the, the, there's some bad like thing happening. Like just sit the fuck down, w- watch your game. When you're at home, you can scream all you want. Mm-hmm. But of course, this like riled up one like loser Mets fan, and clearly this guy was like not like he was meager. He was not like a confrontational yeah, person. Yeah, the yeah, Phillies yeah. fan and this Mets fan. For the rest of the night, kept fucking eyeballing him, talking shit to him. Like, he, the guy had, like, a girlfriend, that, and finally the girlfriend started sticking up for this dude. Like, the whole time. And it was just, like, if, if this fat fuck who, like, wants to beat up a nerd, like this bully, wants it so bad. If he had gambling to focus on, yeah, he, wouldn't he might be not be trying to fight attention. all the time. Because what happens in these baseball games is people get lit, and then they, and then they just get bored. Right. So if you're bored and you're lit, you do shit like jump over five Yell fucking out. five yeah. rows of seats to catch a fly ball, or you like you right. know try to fight people. It's just right. It's not the gentleman game that I came to. It's dog. not Chris. So Who anyway, we can get up? out of baseball. I just wanted you to know that I fixed it. And if uh, you know whoever the commissioner of Major League Baseball is now, I don't know what is it like Hank Aaron or something. Yeah, no, some like, Whitey McMoyd or something. It's a Bobby Bonds or Barry. <laughs> Bobby Valentine. Wasn't wasn't Bobby Bonds? Wasn't he a guy that like. He was the head of the NL for a while. Uh, or AL. No. Barry Bonds' dad. I don't no. know. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Possible. Who cares? <sighs> All right. Okay. Hi. Fix baseball. I'm proud of you, Chris. I fixed it. Yep. I did. I'm proud of you. Yep. We're gonna keep fixing it. We're gonna start a campaign here. <laughs> we are. we have started we a campaign. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna. I need to. I feel like I just as you were talking about this, I, I felt the need to sort of publish this further. Like get on Facebook or do like fix like start a Facebook group. You know, we, we'll all come together and like fix we, baseball. We could work on our social media game for sure. <laughs> we should try to have a way for you know our listeners to like talk to us other than texting me directly. Mm. Maybe we should try Twitter or something. Yeah, it's so hard. I, I, we have Twitter. Nobody nobody wants to engage us on Twitter. We do. What's our Twitter handle? I don't know. <laughs> come on, it's like not for nothing show or something at not for nothing show. You should you should you should find out and let us I know should. next week. I probably should. Um, it's on my phone somewhere. It is. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yes. So what you might, have, you you might have noticed that uh, a couple of weeks back we had a, a sponsor. Oh, yes. Right. We did. Ah, crap. Did they, <laughs> did they leave us already? Well, they're giving <laughs> us one more chance. <laughs> so so, uh, so uh, <laughs> I know that's a tough lead. It's not very spontaneous. But people probably wondered what kind of sponsor would be happy with the last uh, read we did where we talked about buttholes. Uh, not many. Not did you not do a read last week by yourself? No, I was uh, Chris. It was mayhem. Okay, it was mayhem. Okay. So anyway, uh, well, so in times of mayhem, in times of mayhem, you need you need dirty phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when when your phone 
<laughs> well, your phone is dirty. Yes. Mayhem has occurred. Mm. Get dirty phone. So what? What dirty phone? Here, here's the deal, guys. Yeah. There's this. Your phone's gross. Look at your phone right now. Take a take a second. Look at your phone. You see those smudges? Mm-hmm. You see those smears? Mm-hmm. That's whatever was on your Little hand. Particles of something yeah. you don't know what it is. Yeah. That was what was ever on your hand. Yeah. And, and if it wasn't been? on your hand, it will be on your hand. Mm-hmm. You put your phone in your pocket. What what happens in your pocket? Or any other place? You don't know where you put your hand. Yeah, I do, and I don't want it on my face. Mm. So, or your phone. Or my phone. Um, so that's where Dirty Phone comes in. Great. Very simple. It's okay. A very simple product. Uh, you you simply just take one of these magical wipes. Yep. Swipe it over your phone. Boom. Dries up. Bob's your uncle. Or if you're impatient, you can't handle a three second dry time. There's a little chamois on there. Clean oh, it up. Great. You will. I love w- chamois. So Dirty Phone will make you a little. OCD. You will mm. start to notice that whenever your phone's dirty. dirty. Yep. It's like if your sunglasses are dirty mm-hmm. and you care, like you always want to clean them. Mm-hmm. Dirty phone, I found, is the only way to clean your phone. And it's really easy to get. You simply just go to, uh, just look up dirty phone on your, Google? On your Amazon browser. Uh, Google, probably. Oh, Amazon, it'll take you to Amazon. Certainly. They sell through yeah. Amazon. Great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just here's what you do. I mean, you're going to be buying Dirty stuff phone, otherwise Amazon. on Amazon, so might as well just buy this along with everything else you're getting. Yeah, just add it to your yeah, cart. Add it to the cart. Next time, you're, next time you're on you know what? In fact, don't go specifically for this. You'll go to Amazon no matter what. Yeah. Just remember, next time you go to Amazon... Dirty phone. Dirty phone. Easy Perfect. as that. Great. All right? All right. So we're done. Do you like that dirty phone? Dirty phone. You better like that. It was way yeah. more normal. We didn't talk about butthole the whole time. No, just afterwards and before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could come. We bookend. Bookend. Bookend a dirty phone with buttholes. That's kind of like a human centipede. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people actually holding onto their phone for some reason too during a human centipede. I don't know why. But I think Dirty Phone would come in handy at that point. Is that in a human centipede chat room? Yeah. You, you heard about it? Like yeah, I heard people track? talking on the subways, you know, in parks. How are they talking with their, if they're in a human centipede? What? How do you talk if you're in a human centipede? No, I mean, they're Is talking about, the, de- uh, about being in a human uh, centipede. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Not you, while you hear in crazy things to, on the subway, Chris. It's not hard to Crazy t- things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> So, what else you got to talk about? You had a couple other topics you wanted to. You I, wanted dude, to. I came correct. You I did came correct. This one, this is in depth. I don't know if people are going to be ready for like two thought out ideas by me. And I've been talking a lot. Ooh. So if you want to break this no. up and not have me just rambling on for it, keep bringing it. I like I like what you've been talking about so far, Chris. You're a, you're a Seattle SuperSonics fan of uh, yours, correct? To death. Okay. To the death, Chris. Are you ready? I've died a little. Are you ready for how? I have found, I found a way to get basketball to Seattle. I think it's impossible, Chris. It's not impossible. Tell me how. Okay. I'm dying That's, to know here. Please. There's one person Help who can save basketball in Seattle. One person. Howard Schultz. Nope. Oh, right. He ruined Michael it. Jordan. Oh. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, the actor? Michael B. Jordan? No. Michael oh. Jordan, the superstar basketball player. Oh, from the Washington Wizards. Yes. Well... From the Washington, he played, yeah, famously for the Washington Wizards. He was also like a, a Chicago White Sox. Oh, yeah, while. right. Yeah, multi-sport yeah. athlete. Yeah. yeah multi- kind of yeah, like yeah. Dion. Mm-hmm. Dion. Right. Uh, so, Poor man's Dion. So Michael Jordan is a 90% owner of, I don't know if you know this, but he's a 90% owner of the Charlotte Hornets. I do know this. He started off as a minority owner. Yep. Now he owns uh, a majority. Yep. Yes. So Good for him. Here's some facts that I pulled up on my, on my very own. Okay. Jordan has owned the, Jordan has been on an owner of the Hornets slash Bobcats when they were the Bobcats mm-hmm. since 
2009, 10 years. Okay. Wow, it's okay. been that long. Yeah, mm. it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Since 2010, when his first true year as an owner, yep, the as highest majority. ticket sales in Chicago were 85% of tickets sold. I mean, not in Chicago, in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So they sold 85% of their tickets. That's okay. the highest, the most. In right. any of the 10-year span, in yep. the last 10 years, okay. yep. that, that means they have never been higher, I think, than like 21st in ticket sales in okay. the NBA. Okay. Okay? Fine. So... I, I don't expect much with for, with that, but that uh, that sounds okay. Sure. I, d- I mean, that's so so that's the highest. It's Charlotte. I, I, it's Charlotte, right? It's no. Not I like... went through every year and saw where they were listed. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So so the so eighty five being their highest in that time, that means they sold sixteen thousand three hundred and seventy five tickets a season. If you if you just went off of that, okay. okay. All right. So off of off of a ten year span, I didn't go through every year and, and was like the exact amount of tickets. I gave them their highest year in the last ten years and averaged it off of that. Which was 110,000 tickets unsold okay. over the 10 years. All right. Okay. Where are we going with this? Hold on. Okay. So that means, sorry, that's that's 110,000 a season, which means that in the 10 year time that Michael Jordan's owned the team, they have left 1,100,000 tickets unsold. Okay. Okay. Now, that lowest average ticket price, this is giving them the, 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 another benefit of the doubt. The lowest average ticket price, which you can also look up online, mm-hmm. in that 10-year span was last year, actually, at $43 a ticket. Okay. Which means if you take those, that number of unsold tickets in that 10 years and the lowest average ticket price for those tickets, you, Michael Jordan's Charlotte Hornets have left almost $50 million of ticket sales on the table. Okay. Okay? All right. They've a lot had, of money. It's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. For an for NBA bit, team... Yeah. That is by far the most amount of most amount of money le- in ticket sales. Ticket sales yep. should not be an issue sure, sure, sure. for an NBA team. Yeah. Okay. Why is there still a team in Charlotte? Makes no sense. Michael yeah. Jordan wants to make money. Yeah. Michael Jordan wants to be successful. Okay. The Seattle Sounders average attendance is forty thousand people a yeah, game it is. for soccer. Yes, it is. There are there was no attendance issues yes. in Seattle. They will go to anything. In fact, mm-hmm. the key arena had an approved renovation, which should be done by 2020, the time that they're getting their hockey team, mm-hmm. the worst-kept secret in sports. Mm-hmm. The current capacity of the key arena for basketball is 17. There are estimates that it will be with after renovations around 18, yep. 19. Yep, sounds about right. They've already sold in Seattle mm-hmm. 38,000 mm-hmm. pre-sale, or, or there have been 38,000 deposits yes. for potential season tickets, which means... Yes, for the hockey team. For the hockey team. Yes. You don't think basketball will do that And it sold out within 20 minutes or something, I believe. Here's the final reason that Michael Jordan could do it. Okay. Michael Jordan loves to ski. Does he really? Tinker Hatfield, who you might know. Tinker Hatfield is a designer for for Nike. He designed all of the Jordans. Oh, okay. I think three through 18. He he invented the Hirachi. I've become a very big, like... Tinker Hatfield guy, but okay. I'm learning about him. Interesting. He got Michael. What do you get Michael Jordan? He's Michael Jordan's homie. What do you get Michael Jordan for his birthday last year? I don't know. Custom skis. Ooh. Tinker lives in Oregon. Ah. Jordan could reinvent himself yep. in Jordan the Northwest. Brand, right? He Nike. Loved Northwest. Whistler. Uh huh. It's it, what's he doing in Charlotte? Charlotte doesn't even want a team. They don't even come to games. They're the lowest fucking ticket, average ticket sales. Like it's if Jordan wants to move his team to Seattle, he can move his team to Seattle. Absolutely. The answer, and it can happen soon. It okay. can happen by 2020. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, this is a call to you. Do the right thing. They don't want fucking basketball in Charlotte. 
It hasn't worked so many times. Okay. All right. I know you're from Carolina, mm-hmm. I, but really, are you? Are you? Can't you be the Northwest true native son? That's a call to you, Michael. I know you listen. Listen to my prayers. You're the man. I did so much research on this. More research than I've done since probably se- seventh grade. Ooh. Uh, so, Michael. Did you put, a re- can you put this into a report? Can you, can you save basketball for Seattle? Because the league's never going to add two teams. And that's, that's, a, that's probably what's happened. Probably not. Do you see, a, do you see a, another? I like. All right. Let me just. I, I like. I like where you're going with this. Okay. I am fully support your idea and your notion that, that Jordan can do this and move the team. Okay. And it's probably in his best interest and that maybe the team's best interest. And maybe Charlotte cares or doesn't care. I don't really know. They cared at one point because they already lost one team, and NBA and Stern gifted them back another team, basically, for some reason. Well, that's a... That's and I don't really a, know the backroom dealings that's behind that. That's a next that. week topic. Is I want to talk about how... No one talks about how David Stern gamed fucking Hurricane Katrina so that Oklahoma City could have a basketball right. team. Right, that's a That's a whole topic that Great. no one ever talks about. <laughs> I can't wait for okay. that one. Yeah, that's yeah, a good we'll one. get there. All right. So I, 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 am, I am 100% supportive of your idea of this could and, and should happen. Yeah. Right? I love it. My only problem, though, is as a Seattle basketball fan, mm-hmm. is I'm not sure I want... A Michael Jordan-led team. What? Oh my God! Why? Because he has no, he hasn't had success but with he, his team. He can't run. He he has proven new. He he's a terrible GM, and he's an he's an owner. He's probably a successful owner in a business sense. You're gonna be a fucking but choosy I, beggar. Don't you're gonna be yes, a choosy beggar. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you. Right. What, how are you gonna fucking? How are you gonna? Cho- That's just insane. That's insane. He hasn't proven to me he could be, he could put a successful team on the court. Who do you want to be the owner? Jeff Bezos? Uh, well, I mean, there's already a group there that, that is, is, you know, they have the hockey team, and then they will, if they can, put in a basketball team if they're allowed to get a new one, apparently. Or if they could just steal someone else's team at this point. Like, I mean, Orlando or, or, or Oklahoma City, is, to me, is, is your Charlotte. It's the two teams that are crappy. Orlando? Yeah, and that have no success. And if they, you know, like, Orlando's just... Oh, terrible organization, and Orlando shouldn't have a basketball team. Oklahoma City. Yeah, why do they have a if, basketball? Team? If if, if Oklahoma City, else. if if all their superstars go away, that team is gonna just basically tank and not spend any money. Oh well, they can't. Then they to. should they should have to live with that. That's the cross they should have to bear. That's uh, the, the t- that fucking team is dead and cursed, and I hope that they I hope that's how they live their lives. Right. Orlando is an interesting case study because you would think that not having state sales tax or income tax would be such an overwhelming draw for players that it's, a, it's such an unfair advantage for Texas, what is it, Tennessee and Florida teams. Something. But, but it doesn't really Orla- help. It doesn't help Orlando. How yeah. does it not help Orlando? I'm not sure it helps any of those teams really. Oh, it think does. About it. it does. Like no one's going like, hey, let's go. Like I want to go play in Texas because I can get $20 more million on sure my contract. For sure they are. For sure they are. Then why isn't Dallas Mavericks like a, a perennial superstar team, basically? I think it, I think players do go. I think I think a big I mean, part, Harrison of, I think a big part and of the draw for LeBron to come and Bosch to come to Miami was to not have state sales tax. I mean, when, I think Chris, right, but they went think, to right, but they Chris went to Miami. Paul saved like eleven million dollars on his new contract by going to fucking Houston. Yeah, that's that's fine, but you know, like 
player, I mean, it's been proven over the last however many years you want to go back, is like pe- people aren't going there and going, hey, let's start a super team in Houston or Dallas. Like they tried it once in Miami, fine, but they're not doing it in Orlando and San Antonio. Well, because those towns maybe suck. I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I it's just like, feel like it's, you be, it's a nice little perk if, if, if that's where you want to go. Like DeAndre Jordan even like said no to Dallas three years ago or whatever. But he didn't say no to them now. Right, because he has no other choice because no one else really wants him. I can't believe and it. Dallas is the only one that's still willing to pay him $20 million. Dallas is fucking dumb. I used to like Dallas, but like, I don't get... I, 80s Dallas. Yeah, I even liked... I loved Dallas. So my peak Dallas was when they beat Miami. Yeah. And then immediately they were like, they blew up a team that was so fun. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That, that was, team was, was super fun, dude. And I and I like I like their sure coach. Yeah, Carlisle. I love Carlisle. Carlisle. Carlo. Uh, I uh, I I mean, I, what was that? That was like Chandler. Wait, yeah, wasn't it Ty- Tyson? What was his no, name? Uh, uh, um, what was that big fucking burly like center that played for them? He was nice. Jet Terry was there. It was a fun squad. Yeah, it was. Finley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they blew it up, and I haven't liked them since. I don't like what they did to fucking New Orleans. I don't like what their Jokic is fucking. What's his name? Nokic, Gokic. Who's the kid? Oh, Doncic. 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 He's gonna suck. <laughs> He's gonna suck. I, I still love how you're on New Orleans Noel bandwagon, though. Yeah, dude. Like this guy. <laughs> this guy. Uh, this guy's not so good. He's good. No, I watched him play. That's why he's playing for the minimum in Oklahoma City. Yeah, he's good. Okay, I'm sure he is. He's good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. He's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. You don't do Nerlens wrong like that. I'm man. not doing him wrong. He's doing himself wrong. He yeah. gave he he passed up a a huge contract. I know. And lost. I know. I know. It's sad. He can't stay healthy. So anyway, you don't want Jordan. All right. You'd rather have no basketball in Seattle. I tried, Michael. You know right what? Now, disregard, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Disregard. All right. Disregard. Sorry, Mike. Just me personally. I don't know Sorry, how. Mike. I don't know how all the other Seattle haters. fans. We got some haters over here. Maybe Sean Kemp can cobble the money together. Yeah. And fucking have Kemp, a team. Peyton. Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Bring it. Bring it. Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah. It, it's the whole thing about how I'd just rather have something new than, and, and, and a hope for that and going, all right, here's Charlotte. Here's what I got. And I don't want Mitch Kupchak as my general manager. Well, you wouldn't have to have Mitch Kupchak. If he's moving the team, he's the new general manager, president of operations of Charlotte. Not in 2020, he's well, not. I, I don't, don't know. Think. I don't know. Chris, you really, you really. I would, need to, I would need to become president of basketball operations and hire the right people then for Michael Jordan. Okay. All right. You got anything you wanted to talk about? Because apparently I'm stupid, and I <laughs> came up with an amazing idea. You just shot it down. It is an amazing idea, and I love it. I like just don't want Jordan as the owner of a basketball I in think Seattle. Jordan could do just fine. I think he could. Well, let's see. I mean, you know, he's had ten years. I, I you know, maybe he can, can turn. Can you believe around. it's been ten years? I can't believe it's been ten years. Like, yeah. so he said. All right, do you like Kemba Walker? Yes. All right, I do too. He's done nothing else. I mean, they gave they gave uh, whatever the the small forward dude, the guy can't shoot. And plays defense, a they, huge contract. They, yeah. they've, they've given a lot of bad contracts over they the don't, years. So the, the easiest they don't thing run for Charlotte, a team very the well. easiest thing for Charlotte to do in the draft every year is just pick the best player. They never take the best player except for the year they took Kemba. Right. And Kemba got and passed always, up because he was a four-year senior. Draft and then like the 11 to, to like 15, 16 range. You know, it's like they're purgatory here. It's funny because like you've got players, Kemba Walker, who single-handedly won the NCAA tournament, and Damian Lillard, both four-year seniors. I think that Kemba was a four-year senior. Both like put into, like, the middle of their draft class, both all-stars, mm-hmm. and still people will fucking pass up a dude that, like, has obvious quality because they want upside. It's right. so weird to right. me. I mean, I'm not saying Damian Lillard or Kemba Walker are 
gonna take you to the next level. But if you're a fucking, they can help you. A mid team like Portland or Charlotte, it's great for. If you put a couple better pieces around exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird that Jordan can't do better. I, yeah, man. To me, like Kemba Walker is the kind of he's the eye test guy. Like everyone's like, oh Kemba, but if you watch Kemba play, he's great. He, he's great. He's fun. He's just a good player. Yeah, man. He's good at basketball. Great. Okay. What do you want to talk about, Chris? What do you got? I think you sent me a text. You were like, here's something I want to yeah, talk there's, about. Yeah, well, or you had one more. Do you even want to bother going UFC? I just wanted to say, and I, just, I don't have a lot of depth for this, okay. but do, is UFC just WWE? It's like, becoming. Is it? It's like, I mean, I there's think too much I, crossover now. It's, yeah, and it's like, it's kind of like, does it matter if the fighting's real or not? I don't know if it does. I think it's the natural. When there's no skill to it, when it's just whoop a, whoop right, a dude's whoop ass, ass yeah. and then act like an asshole, isn't it? Like, I'd rather just watch someone's arm not get dislocated, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, basically. And then, like, have blood flying all yeah, over the place. Yeah, I, I've always, I, I, honestly, I, 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 I've always felt that this, that's just the natural de-evolution, I guess, of this sport. It it's like it like just it's becomes... Gonna, it's a 30 for 30 It's me- just showmanship. Like waiting to happen. Right. Or, like, what happened, like... Dana White's gonna fucking die like penniless. Yeah, right. It's just it's it's there's this, I think there's a bubble here with this sport. Yeah, and it just it's gonna have to like baseball adapt and like figure something else how to how to be whatever sport they're gonna be, and it kind of just feels like it's gonna devolve into wrestling style, like more yeah. showmanship. It's already that. Yeah, and they need that because they need stars, and because it's right, like, there's right. nothing. Like, you can always go so far with 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 within the just the the actual physical. Game, there's I guess, a weird, or the, or there's a weird a turnover in it. Like right. you never really know who these guys are. Right, because you can't last in the sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just whoops your ass. Yep. So I think they just need to start doing. And like, when these guys fall, they fall hard and quick, and it's like, all right, you're gone, you're done. Yeah, Move on to the next one. To, like I mean, Conor McGregor was essentially the Iron Sheik. He was just like the Irish guy <laughs> with the shillelagh. You know, they were like, oh, it's a fucking Conor McGregor. Yeah. And then he was like the heel. Right. It's just it's it's just it's it's faces versus heels. It's. And with, without without fucking somebody there to say like who's gonna win the match, like, right? It's just and these guys aren't getting paid enough. Like McGregor got as far away from the, the UFC as possible because he was making a lot more money doing a stupid uh, boxing match. He was smart with Mayweather. He's totally smart. But he, you're not making any money in UFC where you have all these other opportunities potentially. Ronda Rousey is becoming a WWF and, and movie star potentially because she can make millions of dollars. Well, also because she's scared as shit. She got her ass whipped well, in a way that people don't but yeah, understand. But, right, but that's fine. Like, but even if she didn't, at some point she was going to step away from this because yeah, yeah. she had too many She uh, was uh, already doing that. I think she was on Entourage and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, expendables. I, and and honestly, like Ronda Rousey got famous because she was kind of fuckable. She was like the first. And I hate, dude. This I that came out of my mouth way too quick. <laughs> but like, on like you look at the average UFC fan, they're not really in it to watch a girl whoop another girl's ass. They're kind of in it to watch a girl whoop his ass who they kind of think might like have, they have a chance with. Yeah, I see what you mean. You know? like, uh, yeah, 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 most fans. It's, are, it's yeah, a bit yeah, of a sexism right. thing. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I, it's, to me, it's like, and sexism. And then they want to talk about how they the can WWE. kick their ass. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, here's yeah. the divas. Yeah, yeah right. You know, it's like. Here's a girl with a fucking underwear up her ass, like beating up another girl. I hope that's for you, WWE. Yeah. Uh, I it is. I I think that there's, the I think there's gonna be I think there's gonna be a, a huge fall off. I think that I do too. It's a weird thing. WWE is a strange companies that are started by guys that aren't supposed to lead Fortune 500 companies tend to not have great success in the long run. Yeah. Can I give you an example? Yeah. Papa John's Pizza. <laughs> Good fucking riddance, you fucking scoundrel motherfucker. Ugh. 
what the fuck that dude? Yeah, man. Peyton Manning, you fucking piece of shit. You fucking have to like some he's gotta come out and be like, yo, I sorry. He ain't better say pizza, shit. better racism, yeah. Papa John's. Yep. Fuck that dude. He fuck is Papa John's. Keeping quiet as fuck. Do you wanna know what's fucked up with America? Mm. The day Papa John's dude has to fucking resign because he fucking said some racist bullshit on a conference call. Papa John's pizza jumps 11% yeah. in the NASDAQ, yeah. dude. Yeah. We live in a fucked up world. We live in a fucked up world. Like the, the company should... And that's the only reason he, why he's, he's like stepping down and away from all this stuff is because it's going to hurt the business. Yeah. Like, right? Because everyone's like, you need to leave because you're going to like tank this company, basically. They don't care about what he actually said. They just care about not making... Or they, they care they about not making more exactly. money. Exactly. And that's, that's Dana White and the UFC. Like, it just it feels like that company is... Uh, Irreparable. Like he should have sold that company for billions of dollars a couple of years yeah. ago and like walked yeah. away yeah. and just been like, who yeah. cares what the fuck happened? Exactly. That's why every little man who, who creates a company that then has a board and then goes public, that guy should just fucking cash in his chips and get the fuck mm-hmm. out and then mm-hmm. go buy a fucking as many IROC Zs as you want. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> stop being in commercials. Stop being the face of a fucking organization and don't be on TV. Like, just go do whatever you were going to do in your weird white trash fantasy before you fucking invented those things. Yeah. I, I, advice to all of you, like, entrepreneurs that have no business being CEOs. Mm-hmm. Get out while the getting is good. It's the one... Th- uh, I don't even know how to... You know what? Never mind. It doesn't even matter. I was, gonna, I was actually going to try to praise um, Vince McMahon a little bit because he... he, he he knows the one thing he's good at. Well, Vince McMahon, I think, is... But he's, wh- he's, tr- but he's also tried numerous other ventures that have completely failed and gone bust. I feel like Vince McMahon has gotten extremely lucky. He also came... He's, he's not first generation. No, he's not. He's, he's second generation, third generation Absolutely. scoundrel. And what they did to, like, regional wrestling... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. sort of, like, he's in, the, he's in the game. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing about Vince McMahon is that he, like feels the need to be on TV or whatever. But there's there's like a there's a very comparable parallel to Vince McMahon and Donald Trump. Mm, it's oh, almost like Vince McMahon was like, I'm going to turn heel, put myself on blast. So anything I say that might be true, I can just point it and be like, no, 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 that was just character. the act. Character that was character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what Donald Trump does. He's Absolutely. like, ah, it's just character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's not really what I say. Right. That's Donald Trump the boss right. and The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe what Papa John should have done. He'd be like, no, 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 that's... a I'm not racist. That's Peyton Manning's friend mm-hmm. that you see on the commercials. He's the racist. I was just trying to keep. I mean, you, we all know Peyton's racist. So like, let, let, <laughs> right, guys? Right. I was just playing the American people. Yeah, that's what they hey, wanted to hear. Speaking of Manning, didn't you have something about Manning that you wanted to talk about? Eli? Oh yeah. Um, Don't get down on everything you were going to talk about. Yeah. No. Well, I'm, we're kind of running out of time. We've a got little bit. two minutes. Let's just get in. All right. So all right. So I just I just saw this. It was an interview. Eli Manning was on the Dan Patrick Show. Okay. And he was he talking. Talks? Yeah, apparently he talks. No, he 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 apparently he kind of draws, huh. talks. I don't know what he does. But it, it came out that he still has his jersey from the San Diego Chargers when he was drafted by them in two thousand four. Really? So that you know, he comes out on the stage. They call your name. Yeah, yeah you sure. Give him a jersey. Take pictures with the yeah. commissioner. He still has that jersey. Why? I, yeah, exactly. And I was like, what the fuck? why? This guy. All right. Didn't first of all, you threw a fit. You threw a, a fit. fit. Yeah, he threw a fit. Yeah. Didn't want to play for Chargers. Yeah. Said he wouldn't play until he was traded. Yeah. And then and then was actually had the old dopey sad face, pissed yep. off boy look when when his name was called. So now you hang on to this jersey? Wow. But then he said something interesting. 
And I was like, oh, I get it now. Okay. His mom was about to throw away the jersey yeah. at some point. And him and his dad were like, nope, we should hang on to that. So we're going to sell it. Yes. Yeah. And he didn't say that. That's fucking douche. But he knew, it. he knew that that actual jersey might be valuable in a collector's item at some point in yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, you listen to these fucking knucklehead Giants fans that mm-hmm. fucking defend Eli up and down mm-hmm. through thick and thin. They, they'll buy anything. Some motherfuckers are going to pay millions of dollars for that yeah, jersey just yeah, to have it. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, too, is because, Man- if you don't, I don't know if you remember this, but Manning over the last couple of years was in, a, was in a memorabilia scandal with Steiner That's Sports. That's true. About, you know, giving away, wow, Chris, like... you were going to just gloss over this? Game, this like, stuff. non-authentic game-worn jerseys yeah. and, and equipment. Yeah. They, they ended up selling, uh, settling that, I think, last year or whatever, and he, it, was, it was, you know, whatever. It never came to light. Wait, maybe what bad happened. But this guy is a memorabilia... Devious motherfucker. Yeah. He, he knows, I think he knows the value wow. here, these certain things here now. Yeah. So this makes a lot more sense now, exactly That's why weird. he would hang on That's to this weird, jersey. but not, but not surprising. Like, doesn't Pay, or Eli just kind of look like a guy that would be into memorabilia? Like, if he wasn't a professional <laughs> player, like... Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's kind of got that, he, like, like... collects things on the slide. Yeah, yeah, backroom dealing Like, he won't face. do it, he won't do it himself. Yeah. But he'll, like, buy, like... Yeah. Yeah, some, some something. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. Mm. I don't like him at all. Uh, it's too bad he's one never of the best. Too will. bad he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> in the Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Ooh, First yeah. ballot Hall of Famer. For sure. Because <laughs> the media likes him so uh, much. You want to queue up Thundercat? Because we should yeah, probably we get should, out of here. Let, yeah, let's stop talking. Uh, yeah, but that was a really good Good time. Glad to have you back. Yeah, buddy. man. It's good to be back. Feels good. It does? Yep. How good does it feel? Does it feel good so enough to play a song? Good. So good. You want to play that song? I'm playing it. Okay. Peace out. Uh,